episode 110 110 110 110 That's what's up, man Oh no, please don't do all of that 110 episodes, I'm excited about that How are you Charity? I'm wonderful I'm wonderful as well <laughs> This is Real Church Matters This phase <laughs> Where we talk Real Church Matters because Real Church Matters Real Church Matters I am excited to talk today And I, I, it looks like you are too You must have not talked to anybody I didn't talk all day today. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't. I, I can't even front. Like, uh, I, I said greetings to people at church and, like, had to get the frog out my throat. <laughs> I still had the morning voice. <clears throat> Hello. Um. So, with that being said, this episode 110, like I said, with Real Church Matters, I'm so happy to be here. Hope you are, too. Hope you enjoyed listening. Shout out to people who've been, uh, been very vocal sharing about the uh their their encouraging uh time of listening to the podcast um i appreciate that whenever y'all share it y'all y'all should share it with charity too when y'all see her out in the streets and whatnot whatnot share it with her too because it'll encourage her i doubt you'll see me in the streets but (laughs) out these holy streets the streets of gold no i mean any streets any streets all i do is work for the kingdom of the Lord. For the kingdom. <laughs> but um, I appreciate it. As always, you can check on uh, Real, Real Church Matters on SoundCloud. You can search on uh, Apple Podcast. Like us, subscribe, share it. I appreciate the encouraging words, but also share with your friends. Let them know. Just, hey, I hear what you're going through. Instead of me just listening to you complain, there's a perfect podcast you can listen to that deals with just this. I think at this point, with 110 episodes, we've kind of covered every um, every spectrum of the human condition. And I think you can find something that, that will be helpful to you. With that being said... And also repost. Yes, please. Please. Social I- media is, is a way to reach yeah, the masses. It is. Just just repost it, let your friends know. Don't use hashtags, because then the bots come out. And they're like, I love this. (laughs) And it's just, you look on the avatar, and it's just a picture of some bundles. It's like, it's just not an actual person. (laughs) Nobody would just put pictures of bundles. You know? So, yeah. Anyways. No hashtags, just, just share it. You know, just let people know. But this time last year was episode 67. It was the honor roll, honor roll. So that was with me and Philip, and we were talking about men and their role of honor, and and what they should be doing as men. And then uh, two years ago was episode sixteen. We were talking about how realistic is forgiveness, and that was with uh, Antoinette. Uh, shout out to her. It was her birthday today. Happy birthday. Um, but yeah, we was with her and we were talking about how realistic is forgiveness and forgiveness sounds like a, a, a foreign, you know, mystical term, but it's actually very realistic for us to walk in forgiveness and truly forgive people and live in the freedom of that. So with that being said, obedience over audience, let's get to it. Charity, what are we going to talk about today? You go ahead and roll it out, brother. <laughs> Minister. Minister. All right. Revelations 21. 
no, we're going to talk about the scripture I was reading and I posted it on Instagram and uh, I, I was about to get on my finger soapbox and then I said, you know what? I'm going to wait to the podcast. But the, the scripture was John chapter four, verse 31 through 34. And in there, um, in the meanwhile, the disciples prayed to him, uh, to Jesus and said, master, you need to eat. Mm-hmm. But he said unto them, I have meat to eat that ye know not of. Therefore, said the disciples, thinking very simplistic, they said one to another. Now, who then came and bought bought Jesus some food? Because <laughs> that's our job. Who did this? And Jesus said, listen, what I mean is my meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. Mm. And what I realized and what I want to want to get out today was a lot of times people think they care. Right. And they think that they're helping you. But I've noticed that the type of care and help that I need in my life is a specific kind that keeps me on track to do the will of God. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, that's the part that's lacking in my life the most. And it, it can all come from good intentions, too. Like uh, the yeah. disciples had good intentions, but front. it wasn't it wasn't godly intentions. Right. We can't front. It was nice. Yeah. You you want somebody to be thoughtful yeah. of you. <laughs> Who doesn't want somebody to say, Hey, I'm gonna get something to eat. You want something? Right. You know, I got we got two pieces for mm-hmm. you too, Jesus. And Jesus <laughs> like, No, I am already eating. I'm good. It's okay to have those care caring intentions and be thoughtful in that way. But I think believers need to be more uh, intentional in being careful, care, care, caring mm-hmm. and thoughtful towards the things of God in people's lives. Purposeful. Purposeful. Because ultimately, as much as you can see that force has a need and is failing in some way, if he is not obeying the will of God and mm. finishing the work of God, he's in more trouble than you think. Mm. He is. And I, I think about that and, and just using this example, shout out to Philip, but we're recording this, these, these songs for this album. Mm-hmm. And I rec- spent my time recording and I'm struggling through and then I had him come in and listen. And Philip made some changes and stuff. And, and I said, perfect, I'm about to put this thing out. We're good. It's ready to roll. And I listened to it, and then I went to sleep. And I woke up the next day and listened to it. I said, this is a mess. This is not good. And so I, 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 Philip called me, and I said, bro, you told me it was good. You told me it was ready to go. And he was like, yeah, it's, it's, it's ready to go. It's good. I'm like, it's not. I can do better. He's like, okay, we'll do better. <laughs> we'll do better then. What's your problem? Like, and and what I was trying to explain to him was that I need him to hold me to a higher standard. It's not that he wasn't helping me. It's just that I realized that his standard for me was lower than it needs to be. It's funny how you didn't realize it immediately. It took some time. And even even and is this is funny because I've been doing the same thing with my own life, thinking about okay things that signify time for me, and with me you know going through my review and just finishing my team's review and finishing up another fiscal year on my job, and I'm like, oh God, time went. In a blink of an eye, and now a year's over with in the same job, the same position. And I'm like, you know, 
thinking about how can I be purposeful with my time? But me thinking about it with good intentions isn't enough. Amen. Like I have to be purposefully aligned with God. Because you can look and say, I want to be positioned in a better place. Right. I want, I think that I should be here. And there's not no person who would hear you say that and mm-hmm. say, Charity, no, you need to stay right where you're at. Right. <laughs> no, I'm going to look and say, Charity, well, let's get this popping. How can we exactly. elevate you? How can we push you in that direction? That's the caring part. That's the mm-hmm. part where I'm being thoughtful and caring. But at the end of the day, like you said, my response to you has to change. Yeah. To be Charity, I know you want to go somewhere. The question is, who's guiding you? Exactly. And let's let's pray together. Let's pray. F- I'm going to pray for you. I want you to pray for that so that we can be intentional like Jesus, because I want you to have me. Exactly. I don't want you to just eat because everybody just want to help each other eat. eat to survive. What? I, it's not about what what I'm what what you think I need to eat is. Am I on the right menu? Mm-hmm. Because people we keep shouting out people that, that let's eat. Uh, we need don't don't <laughs> be in a conversation. Don't have friends that ain't trying to push you to higher heights, yeah. to greater things. And you like if we ain't talking about business, I ain't talking. That's nice and stuff. But at the end of the day, I can help people get on their feet. I can give provide them with opportunities through my business. Mm-hmm. I can do all that. But if I'm looking at these men and know that they they aren't while I'm trying to position them in their careers, I know that I'm not doing enough to position them as men of God. Mm-hmm. I'm failing. And I'm failing myself. Yeah. Because that is our meat. Because what if he was just holding you to the standard that, the only standard that he knows, oh. compared to the standard of which he holds himself yeah. or what he holds other colleagues to. Yeah, yeah. With it, well, even with Philip, yeah, with the with me singing, I, in his mind, he he explained it like this. He said, "I'm used to dealing with people who you when you try to be critical to them, they snap back at you and say, this is the best I could do.'" And I said, "Well, I, I, that's fair. That's fair. But I'm acknowledging <laughs> it's not my best. Mm-hmm. But I don't know my best. Right." I'm trying to get to a place and I'm holding myself to a standard I have yet to ascend to. Mm-hmm. But I'm just going to believe that I can get there. I'm not, I, I just believe I can get there. And it's when we get on that different frequency. I, I, I just feel like with, with the music for a second, God gave me these gifts mm-hmm. and he gave me this, like I told Philip, he gave me a 10 idea. The idea is a 10. Right. My execution of the idea is about a two. Mm. And I feel like if God gave me a 10, I have to give my all to give him a 10. Mm-hmm. I, I want to match his gift of an idea to me with a execution of it. I want to kill it. And it, I don't know if I can, but I'm going to sure enough give more effort to it. Right. I got to try. And it, when we have people around us like that, I, I got enough people that, that can cheer me up. I got enough people that can give me that type of meat, but I'm on a different menu. Mm-hmm. I'm on the menu that Jesus is on. He's on. The, it's not a keto diet. <laughs> He's on the holiness diet. Mm-hmm. He said, the only thing I'm eating right now is to do the will of my father and finish the work he sent me to do. We got to ask ourselves those two questions, like you said, personally. Mm-hmm. Am I following the will of my father? 
And am I finishing his work? Mm -hmm. Same way I said with this song. I feel like God began the work by giving me the idea. Am I finishing it? Am I finishing strong? It's like an alley-oop. What's the use in seeing somebody do an awesome pass if I miss the dunk? Right. You know, it's same thing with you. Like you were saying, like, I can see myself in a position where I don't feel like I'm killing it. Mm -hmm. But what's the kill? What does that look like? And we don't know. Because you think about the fact that he's giving you, like you said, a vision. And he gave you this vision years ago. Yeah. But we allow time to to put this pressure on us that we need to release this vision now or in this limited amount of time. So our time is different from God's time and we may not even reach the maturity of, of our, our gifts and our talents. In the confines of what we understand. Exactly. But we do need to know. Like, I love the way he said that. Like, I just want to finish the work. I didn't say I'm going to finish it, but that's my intention. Mm -hmm. The meat was his intention. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to finish the work. I'm going to keep doing the work. He knew when it was done, but he didn't know what that looked like. Right. But when he was on that cross and his felt the spirit leaving him, he said, it is finished. Mm -hmm. He knew. I don't know when I'm done. But I know I know when I'm doing it the way it needs to be done, and I don't feel right about it. Right. And the same way with you. You know, right now, May 28, 29, 9, <laughs> 29, 2019, you know something doesn't feel right about the station of life you're in. Right. You know it's not where you feel you should be. Mm-hmm. The disciples of Christ that are near you should be concerned about getting you the meat that allows you to do what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. And that's why this is a combination of a podcast about accountability, about friends, about family, and about distractions. Mm -hmm. Because all of these well-mannered intentions are distracting. Yeah. They are. The whole (laughs) time Jesus is trying to be busy doing something, they're like, Please, they said they prayed to him because he was he must have been focused. <laughs> you think about it, he must have been focused, and they were breaking and distracting him because he responded in such a way that sounds like somebody who was distracted. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, c- "Calm down, yeah, y'all, y'all distracting me. My meat is to finish the work, and I, we have to be like that. And we need people around us who don't distract us." Yeah. Distract us. I'm gonna be honest. I share about just peeking to our family a little bit. <laughs> Gotta be honest. Sometimes because I'm a business owner and a lot of my family, they they don't understand what that's like. So sometimes family can be demanding of your time, not knowing that your time is not your own, even though they think it is because you own your time. Mm-hmm. As a business owner, you are in a position where you do have freedom and autonomy over your time but it's still not your own and so they could be like well i'm off of work you should be off of work and you should have time now to do this that and the other and you almost have to explain to people i'm not off of work and i don't have those luxuries guilty (laughs) 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 but but even as you kind of traverse into your engagements with entrepreneurship you know, it will be better served for somebody, for people to understand it. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. to support you and help you. Because if people are always pulling at us and pulling at the parts of us that are good, mm-hmm. we're not even talking about, I'm not talking about bad distractions today. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm not talking about bad distractions. I'm talking about the good ones. The yeah. ones that make sense. I do need to f- spend family time. I do need to eat. I do need <laughs> to breathe. Somebody told me I need to go on vacation. I do need to take time <laughs> off sometimes. But I'm going to tell you, there's there's a season for that. But when you know in your heart that this ain't the season. Yeah. Jesus knew it wasn't the season. He was like, I, y'all act like I don't know when it's time to eat. Trust me. I, I, I said it before to Satan. Man can't live by bread alone. But by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God, I'm just echoing what I always said. I have a priority. Right. I, w- I want people in my life. I'm not speaking like Jesus anymore. I'm speaking like force. I want people in my life who reaffirm the priorities in my life. Because those people are helping me. They keep me in the right menu, eating the right meat. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that's something that we're we're lacking in the the sake of accountability and i love the fact that this hit me this morning because i was talking about people caring about me and i appreciate the way they care but i don't appreciate the the focus that they give to things but i i love the intention Mm. i love the intention that's interesting yeah I, i love the intention you want people to be thoughtful and thinking about you but i want them to take just like i'm trying to elevate my thoughts Elevate. That's your word. <laughs> that is my word. <laughs> I had some elevated spaghetti yesterday. <laughs> Telling you, that spaghetti was elevated. But the same way I'm challenging myself to elevate my thoughts towards myself, I want to challenge people to elevate their thoughts towards me. Mm-hmm. Because I want your thoughts towards me to be like God's thoughts towards me. And we can go ahead and kind of play with that scripture if we want but the real crux of that scripture is he said his thoughts towards us was thoughts of what good good and and uh uh, uh, expected in Mm -hmm. that sounds cute and you can get all shout about it but really what he's saying is i got intentions for your life Mm -hmm. i have an expected in i know how i want this whole thing to look we not think about that when we like, oh, God is thinking about me. He's thinking about you right now, but as it relates to an expected end. Mm. And I don't think that when people care about us, they're constantly thinking about the expected end. They're thinking about right yeah. now. And we, I'm guilty of it too. I've helped people in there right now that was an enemy towards their expected end. Mm. You know what? That's that's something right there. Cause I started getting on myself like, gosh, <sighs> I we're I'm not I, I'm I'm not making memories. Like, you know, getting to what people say, oh, you know, life is it signified by these memorable moments yeah. and I couldn't piece together where the time went. Mm. So I didn't have, you know, any memorable moments to to account for my time. Yeah. And that's just a distraction. It is. And people can say, oh, see, there y'all go. Y'all, you're taken away from just enjoying life. There is, I want to enjoy life. <laughs> 
But I don't want to enjoy my this life. Face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to enjoy my life in myself. I want to enjoy my life in God. Right. And I feel like all those that memory talk mm-hmm. is us taking being the 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 photographer. And I don't think that God put us on this earth to just be taking pictures. He put us on this earth to be in the picture. Right. He put us on this earth for him to be in the picture. That was something uh, you were talking last week about. Yeah. Yeah. You go ahead and... Yeah. Because it goes... It goes with it. I, I actually... I'm putting out an album. And in the album... It's, a, it's just instrumentals But I'm gonna I changed the name of it I was gonna call it something else But I'm just gonna call it Thank you Uncle Richard And it's because I use One of his pictures As my cover And he's my uncle And a lot of the pictures I have of my youth Were taken by him mm-hmm. And I realized When I was looking at it Myself I was looking at myself Through his eyes mm-hmm. That immediate picture is exactly what he was seeing at the moment. Mm-hmm. That's the beautiful thing about photography. And the beautiful thing is that he captured a moment that existed in him. Mm-hmm. So I always have this piece of him. All these pieces, that, it wasn't just a picture of me. I kind of like got beyond the fact that it was me mm-hmm. and started thinking about the fact he was in the room. He was there. He was breathing, living, thinking, and I'm getting a picture of what his brain saw at that time. And it just it just connected me to him. And I always felt like a connection to to him in, in some way. I don't know know why. But but I, I'm always thinking about that now because I can want to be have all of these moments mm-hmm. and get feel a little weird when I, I'm experiencing these moments, but everyone else. It's almost like I'm facilitating it for everybody else. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I'm always the one creating an environment or a scenario that other people benefit in. Curating things. Yeah, curating things. <laughs> people can shout out and say, you know what? I thank God for Minister Forrest, all the things he do. But all those things are beautiful pictures that don't involve me. Mm-hmm. You can see somebody graduate and know you had a hand in it. And they, they immediately run off the stage and go hug their mother. But that doesn't mean that it wasn't time well spent. Exactly. It, see, this is where we got to get out of the moments in a very human way mm-hmm. and start understanding we're not living for moments. We're living for eternity. Mm-hmm. We'll leave moments to the, the people who want to live in moments. Yeah. I don't want to live in a moment. I want to live in eternity. That's right. And that means that I'm connected more to my expected end than to my right now. Mm. And the half the time, Charity, the reason we choose these minute moments is because it's not an, an expected end that we see. It's an unexpected end. Mm-hmm. Because we're not... Con- it's, it's distracting us from the expected <laughs> end because the expected end... It's unexpected. Gives, ...gives people anxiety. Because it's unexpected because it's not God's expected end. It's their own end. Yeah. And they don't know nothing. Exactly. They don't know nothing. Mm-hmm. I try to tell my nephew who graduated today, shout outs to him, but I try to explain to him, I say, you don't know nothing. He said, I think I know a lot. And I said, I know, but you got to think about this. You've never done life before. You've never done it before. Would you play football on a 
team for a coach who never coached before? No. Why do you think you get to play life on your own listening to nobody and you never played it before? Mm. Never played it before. So now you 18. You got 18 years in this thing. You don't know what nothing is. You don't. You don't. Matter of fact, it's so scary. He's looking at us. He looking at females and thinking they beautiful, not even knowing he doesn't know what beautiful looks like in 10 years. <laughs> he don't understand it. Beautiful at 18 ain't always beautiful at 28. Mm. He'll figure it out. This is true. But these are these are things that other people know. So listen to us because we are part of God's expected end. That's why he said, honor your mother and father. Because they walk you to an expected end. Because they've been there before. Oh, y'all been there, but y'all, you don't do it like me. You ain't, you don't understand it like me. <laughs> you know, I won't make the same mistake as you. We know. We know. We've lived it out. We've made those mistakes. We can give you glimpses to the expected end. Right. So that you can make conscious decisions never th once thinking of the how unexpected it is and then you turn your head from it and just want to live in the moment. Moment is safe when you look and you see nothing in the in the future. Mm. That's how we live in those moments. Jesus said, "I'm not living in no moment." That's a word, minister. Yeah. Je Jesus was he was out the moment. Yeah. He's out the moment, and he was in eternity. That's the beautiful part. He's calling us to that. I can get upset. I, I was laughing with Sarai, my niece, and she said she fell asleep and missed dinner one time. <laughs> <laughs> I know that hurt her And feelings. I said, I did it before too. And it was the worst thing because I felt betrayed. I felt like somebody owed me something. <laughs> like I woke up in the morning. I was like, nah, I get breakfast and I get a dinner. <laughs> I get an extra dinner, just the greediness. And she understood me too, because she greedy too. She was like, exactly. <laughs> but the reality is I didn't miss nothing. Because once it's gone, it's gone. You can't make it up. You slept through dinner. You don't make up dinner. <laughs> just like if you don't get enough sleep, you can't make up sleep. No. Those, that's the crazy thing about moments. You miss it. You actually are okay. I never went to my prom. You you don't miss it Because <laughs> I promise you they Those people that went to the prom Lived in the moment But they can't live in it again No You can't stay there They can't even fit in the dress They had on back then <laughs> It's just a different time It's a different place It's just a moment mm. That we can never fit in again We can only watch it why live according to those things? Make decisions according to those things instead of something we can live in forever. Like a lot of people, they, they're they like, I want to be married by a certain age. Talk. and I, I want to have kids by a certain age. Yes. And I want to graduate from school or own my own house by this age. And you set up all of these moments. Yes. And you can't stay there. Can't stay there because once once you get the the husband you that you change. wanted by a certain age, mm -hmm. you're gonna have to live with them. Yeah, and have a partnership with None them. None of these moments you can't live in them. They're no. not eternity. No. So that moment when you found the one is just a moment. It's gonna feel different from when you found them to now ten yeah, years down the road. Got them. It's just gonna feel different.
Mm-hmm. All these moments. But I'm, we were working in such a simpatico right now because that's where I wanted to go next. <laughs> because we know, we just talked about what's on Jesus' menu. Mm-hmm. But what's on our menu? When we're the disciples and we think we're helping people. Mm-hmm. These are the people that's asking me where grandbabies at. Mm. These are the people that's asking me when you're going to get married. Mm. These are people that's asking us when are we going to start our businesses. The people that's asking us, did you get your degree? The people that's asking, what's your career going to be? And I think some of that comes culturally from people not knowing how to just show interest or care for people without imposing your... your Yes. Imposing your dinner... On me. That's what they did to Jesus. Y'all didn't even ask him what he want to eat. Because then he would have been able to tell you exactly what he said. Exactly. What you said is, come on, we got meat. How you know I want meat? I'm on a different (laughs) diet. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. People keep saying this is is where I know people mean well. But and, and if you feel like I'm talking about you, I am. (laughs) <laughs> because hello you'll hear people say stuff like i'll be like no nah, i'm not i'm not really that's not where my heart is set on as far as marriage and they're like you'll see once it bites you once it gets you see y'all live in this unexpected world where things happen to you but since god happened to me there is no unexpected mm-hmm. everything's expected mm-hmm. everything's intentional Love the Cupid don't just come and shoot me. Exactly. He don't come and just snatch me up unawares. Oh, I don't know what happened. I just was serving the Lord. You and said all 2019 sudden, was redeeming the time. It was redeeming the time. I, I'm reclaiming my time. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you redeem the time? You say, you know what? I'm no longer living in this oblivion where things happen to me. God happened to me and now I'm going to happen to this world. Exactly. I'm, I'm what's happening. That that doesn't look the way people think. They like I said the same thing, and then I my husband came out the blue, and it was love at first sight. That's you, because you didn't have an intention. You wasn't walking intentional. See, this is why no woman could have came up to Jesus, and he looked at them and said, "Good God Almighty, that's my soulmate," <laughs> because he was on another menu. Mm-hmm. He just was. Now that's not to take away. It could happen. It's taken away from something. But it's it's taken away from something. Whatever happens doesn't happen to me. It happens because of God. Exactly. And he's intentional in a way where he directs my steps. I'm a man. Because you would know. Because because God tells you. He tells us. And and what happens is just a confirmation of what God has already. If you see me with a wife, it's because I'm marching out the work that was put in me. I'm always finishing the work. If you mm-hmm. see me with a wife, I'm just finishing the work. Hey. <laughs> if you come on, Charity. If you see me with children that I didn't father, but I adopted them, you just see me finishing the work. You don't see me doing anything based on a checklist. That's right. Nothing is marching down the time. Oh Lord, the older you get, the more cripple your sperm get. No, <laughs> yeah, ain't none of that stuff happening. Oh, no. Jesus after dark for mm-hmm. those people who get squeamish on that stuff. But the reality is, is that. We don't operate by that stuff. People mm-hmm. keep saying, this is where people lie on God. They say he cooked it, but it was never on his menu. Mm. They lie on God. You knew you wanted something and you knew time, your time was ticking. God's time ain't ticking. 
God is not a bootleg chef where he's going to have your stomach hurting afterwards. And he don't let lust be his sous chef. Mm. If he cook it, it's him that cooked it, and you'll know it when you taste it. And you'll taste and see that, that the, the Lord, Lord is, is good. good. Hey! Don't you... You do it. <laughs> you, you know you have you have a <laughs> I gotta let you grow. But see, I, I gotta let you grow. Cause I'd be thinking you always sarcastic. You could really be meaning it. I mean it. Oh my god. See, I gotta let you grow. That you gotta my, let me grow. Name. I'm not being sarcastic. She I'm said, not hey, I'm boy, not mocking so you. Right now. Hey, he's so <laughs> 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 but Charity, we we stepping on some stuff right here. Yeah, we. I love when we find these nuggets that I don't hear people talking about. This is true. Matter of fact, I hear pastors. No, they do talk about it, but in a very minuscule way. And I mean, I think what it is is that there's they talk about it and they talk themselves out of it. Because the minute <laughs> <laughs> you do, because you get a little overwhelmed and say, well, that doesn't make sense. Because, you know, when I start talking like this, that excludes my feelings totally and what my real desires are. Uh, there got to be a way that God allows me to have my desires mm-hmm. and meet his at the same time. Sorry, you're not what's for dinner. He said, hey, I'm not here to feast on y'all meat and I'm not here to feast on y'all desires. You cannot impose your will on me, mm. even if it means well. That's the sad part. Yeah. That's the tricky part of what we're doing. Everything that everybody's doing means well in my life. Hey, I think that, but here's the crazy part, Charity. Both of us being single, there's always people who want to tell us that we're missing something. And I, I think that it's a dangerous place for people to speak as if you know what another person is missing. Because ultimately what Jesus is saying here and what he's trying to make sure he conveys, and I love the way he's using meat, is because it is vital that he eats. Mm -hmm. And what he's telling you is, is that don't concern yourself about me eating. I'm well fed. Mm. Don't concern yourselves not just I'm not speaking just for me I'm saying for people in general just because they're not eating what you eating don't think that they're malnourished mm. I'm well fed <laughs> <laughs> I'm, in every sense in every sense <laughs> people tend to look at singles as lacking yeah they tend to look at singles as malnourished as as if we had a handicap as if we are vitamin Deficient. <laughs> Whether it's vitamin D or vitamin V. <laughs> vitamin P or vitamin. Jesus after dark. I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize for charity. I'm trying to use oh, the technical. I'm using the technical. No. You didn't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I truly apologize I, for yeah. minister. Oh, forgive me, Lord Jesus. <laughs> he used a ratchet. <laughs> I'm not taking none of this out either. Y'all get the point. Y'all get the point. 
The reality is, is that you can look at a person, you might look at your sibling or your loved one and say, they only make $30,000. I got to get them a job. You don't know they're expected in. What you really need to be concerned with is making sure that your loved one is seeking and walking in the purpose of God and help them learn how to eat that meat. And then you'll never have to worry about the other thing. Mm-hmm. Just make sure they well fed by eating good meat. Sometimes people can be like, oh, you need to eat something for dinner and then go and get you McDonald's. <laughs> I, I mean, if you think about it, I really could just fast and probably be better off. <laughs> Jesus is saying, if, if, we're gonna, if I'm going to stop and eat, I need to eat something that lasts me. I need to eat something that benefits me. Right. See, he knew he was not long for this world. He knew he could stand to miss a physical meal. Mm. But he knew that for what his journey was calling for, he couldn't miss this other thing. He couldn't not eat this meat. And people don't even realize that we try, we say we want to help people. I say I want to help charity, but I'm not making sure you eat the meat that can actually last you. Yeah. I'm not making sure you eat the meat that actually can serve you a purpose in whatever venue you end up at. No, we eat, we eat. I know I'm saying I have to always think like that. Oh, okay. I have to. Because before we go to the movies, we eat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought you was talking spiritually. No, I'm talking about spiritually. Yeah, spiritually too. Because we we do a lot of things. Yes, we do. But we also make sure that we are spiritually good. You know what? I hate to to quote secular things. (laughs) But when people say work hard. Play hard. Play hard. I, let's let's say let's subscribe to that for a second. <laughs> let's subscribe to that. Let's subscribe to that. Okay, Lord. okay, okay, guys. So y'all have mastered playing hard, but do you work equally as hard in your faith? In your faith, hmm, that's a good question. And if you don't, does the effort match? Yes. Are you expending the same effort? Energy. Towards when you when you are you, you'll see a person get excited about a vacation, but not excited about getting in the word or getting in church, or you see a person separate the two. That matters. It that matters. that matters. I mean, let's just we just use because you can you reasoning. can do it out of just obligation obligation. But nobody's like, oh, here we go. Pack your bags. We're about to go to uh, to uh, Carnival Cruise. <laughs> you know. <laughs> We got, you know, it's our obli- it's our reasonable service <laughs> unto ourselves. We have to do this. We don't want to. No, you pumped and you excited and you feel like it's much needed. Mm-hmm. You feel like if I don't do this, I'm gonna lose my mind. If I don't get away from all of this, if I don't take a vacation and just have a breather, mm. if I don't get to a nice serene place that grants me this physical peace. But yet you'll never dig in the word in the same way to look for the peace that surpasses understanding. Wow. This is where I'm just pulling what y'all say. You work hard and play hard. Then you need to work hard, play hard and pray hard. You need to put yourself in those positions. That's what Jesus was doing. I'm pretty sure he ate physical food. But at the time, it wasn't time. Exactly. Jesus is always prioritizing. He knows when it's time. They deemed it to be a time that was, it may have been y'all time to eat, but it wasn't mine. 
And people got, if you care about me, you'll respect that. You know, I'm, I keep putting it to me. But if they care about you, Charity, they'll respect that. Yeah. When you tell somebody, let me, put, let me put it this way. I have this thing. I was literally teaching Bible study. And people were answering their phones in the middle of Bible study. And I was feeling a way about it until one person answered their phone and it was an emergency. And I'm glad they did because they had to go and go tend to something. And God used that to help me. Right. He's like, listen, you, you have to think bigger. Mm-hmm. Everything is not about what's right and wrong. It's about right time, wrong time. And that looks different in everybody's life. And how time can be used as a distraction as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. If it's the wrong time. See, y- y'all don't even know what's evil because people got good intentions with good things for you, but at the wrong time. It's mm, evil. That's nasty. It's evil. It's evil. I can know without a shadow of doubt that somebody is. And that's what I was getting to mm-hmm. with the whole Philip thing. In the beginning, yeah, yeah. how you, it was just a different time. Yeah, You woke up and realized that the music wasn't sounding as good as you thought now, when you went to sleep. Now, here's the thing. Here's the scary part, Charity. I had it all loaded up, ready to disseminate to Spotify, <laughs> iTunes, and everywhere. Because you heard it before you went to sleep. I heard it before I went to sleep. And I snapped up and hurry up and hit a board. And I aborted the single and stuff. I, I aborted it all. And I, I told Philip, I ain't put it out. I, I, something wouldn't let me. It, it's just not where it need to be. It's not. Mm-hmm. But wrong time. Mm-hmm. It's good intention. It's mm-hmm. a good song. My, my intention is all in it. You can, mm-hmm. you, people will listen to it. And I feel it's at a point where people listen to it and be like, he, he mean well. That was nice. But it's not the right time. Mm-hmm. And this is where people missing. We know people who, who get married at the wrong time might even be the right person. Right. It's just wrong time. We know people who grabbing jobs at the wrong time, reaching out for opportunities at the wrong time, not even developed enough to really seize the opportunity. Mm. Wrong time. Wrong time. Missing out, losing out. It's just, if we could just understand and take a hold of the fact that Jesus is on a different wavelength with these right. type of scriptures. And we are supposed to look like him. And I, I put myself in his shoes. And another thing before we great close out that I realized is that I asked myself how many people, how I, I kept reading because I wanted to know how the disciples reacted to him. And they d- didn't give any real insight to that. <laughs> so I asked myself, how would people react to me if I responded this way? And God showed me, he said, oh, you already know. Because you've, you've done it already. You've, you've rejected their menu. And you've offended them because they meant well. And he said, this is part of what we have to understand. Is that even when it's good or, or bad, if it's God, we got to stand by it. Even if it doesn't sit well with people. Mm. We got to do it in love. Got to do it in humility. Got to do it in meekness and gentleness. But we can't, we have to understand it. Though they mean well, we have to reject it because it's not what's meant for us. It's funny because people get offended because they think you're talking against what is 
supposed to be for them or what they think is supposed to be for them. So automatically they think by Thanks. you saying it's not for you yeah. that something's wrong with me. Yeah. I appreciate you saying that. Because I want to make sure we we share we we help both perspectives, mm-hmm. and, and I, my typical response, forced response to that would be something not nice. Mm-hmm. Because I'll be like, that's selfish anyway. But the reality is that is I want y'all to be at ease to understand it. When something's not for me, it doesn't make it inherently wrong. It just makes it inherently wrong for me. Exactly. Because it's not in God's time and for me, it's not His expected end for me. Mm-hmm. We got to know. But people got to stop reacting to it like yeah. you're immediately it, talking about them. This is where the accountability come in because you making righteous people feel bad about serving the Lord. Mm-hmm. You're making people who are obeying God feel bad about obeying his voice and not yours. That's nasty. It is. It's nasty. And it's one of those things where as we continue to deal with this and we are in a situation where I can feel that on me and I, I do start to feel insecure about it. This is a, just a message to kind of put you at ease. Everybody, everybody is, can be put at ease and say, you know what? I just want to do what God has for me, what his expected end is for me. Mm-hmm. And I need to connect more to God to find out what he has for me, for me so that I can feel strong about it. But connecting to God and what he has for you will disconnect you from what he has for other people Hmm. because God didn't give me what was for you. And I think a lot of people, they get confused and think what God is telling them for them is for everybody else. It's it's unfortunate because we have to understand that his expected end for us is unique to us. Mm Mm-hmm. And I know you can read scriptures and it says, but it says a man who finds a wife. <laughs> when he finds this wife, on what path I would I would submit to you? <laughs> on what path? Because I'm going to tell you, sometimes just because you find something along the way doesn't mean you were along the right way. Mm. The man that finds a wife on his expected path has found a good thing. A man that finds a wife on an unexpected path. <laughs> That's another thing. That's another thing. Come on now. We done found things in different places in our lives. And something you said this so, this so true is like, when I wake up, I see it different. Mm-hmm. So what happens when you wake up and you made a decision that you can't take back? Mm-hmm. This is why we have to wake up now. These, these, what these conversations are all about is be woke so I can make these conscious decisions. So I'm not looking around at my cubicle and saying, how did I get here? Nobody's supposed to be here. <laughs> I'm not looking at myself in a, in a marriage and saying, how did I get here? Mm-hmm. And thinking that I have a right to leave it because I made a mistake. I hit a board on the single before it got disseminated to the world because there's no taking it back once it's out there. <laughs> It's, it's committed to the earth. No take backs. It's no take backs. And, and people keep saying, well, uh, you know, you're judging like you don't make mistakes. Yeah, there's been many a times where I was on my own menu. Just like I'm trying to tell y'all I got to reject y'all menu. I got to reject mine. That's part of the accountability. Why? You don't want me on my menu. 
you don't want to know what's on my menu. No. So don't tell me to stay off my menu and then pull up yours. I might as well go on mine. What is palatable to me? Yeah. Because trust me, our minds are just like potato salad. Everybody don't make it the same. Mm -mm. And the funny thing is, everybody think their mamas is the best. (laughs) And I'm here to tell you, I didn't taste some of y'all mamas. (laughs) No, some people... (laughs) No... No, that's not altogether true. <laughs> no, some people know. Yeah, yeah, some people do know. Some people know. Some people know. Like, they, <laughs> some I people saw know. this thing. Oh my goodness! About the the mothers rating each other's chicken, fried chicken. Mm, I didn't see that. It was hilarious. <laughs> I I think that I appreciate people who can move beyond allegiances to say, "Hey, this ain't it." <laughs> This ain't it. And here's the crazy thing. Jesus loved these guys. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of y'all, y'all accept the mess that people hang you because you love them. But you mm. love them in a nasty way. You uh, love them how Jesus loved people. Uh, you would. And like that, <laughs> you would. You would. Jesus loves us in a different way. He loves us in a way where he's like, hey, I re- respect the intention but I reject the intention. So let me let me close out with this. I was watching a press conference. Uh, Quentin Tarantino has a new movie coming out. And he's doing this panel discussion. And in the movie, a particular female actress who's a big star, they said, um, sir, she only had a few lines in this movie. Do you feel like you didn't maximize this woman? And he said, I reject your hypothesis. <laughs> He's hilarious. He said, I reject it. He was angry. And what this woman was trying to do was project her beliefs Mm -hmm. and her fight and her cause onto him and use him as a way to deal with a cause that this ain't the place for it. Like I hand selected her and paid her. Paid her handsomely. So what what are you asking again? If I paid her a lot of money to say four lines... That's my prerogative. Exactly. She took the money. And she before she took the money, she read the script. <laughs> but there we go again, where people tend to push their menu on people. And he said, no, I reject this. Mm. That's what Jesus did. He said, I reject this. I, I, I reject the hypothesis that I need to eat food. Not right now, I don't. And we can do it in a loving, humble way. But we have to start to help people. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. You, he said, he said uh, it's not good for man to be alone. He said that to a man who did not have him in him. He just was with God. Mm. He didn't have God in him. I wonder if God feel the same way Facts. when he gave his indwelling spirit to us. If he would have looked at man who was filled with the spirit and said, it's not good for man to be alone. We aren't. Because we are his bride. Yes. Let's go a little step further. Because he made the second Adam. And the second Adam, he didn't look at and say it wasn't good for him to be alone. The second Adam, he said, you're going to be alone. and You're going to walk this earth for 33 years and you're going to die. He said, but you will not be alone. I'll be with you. Until I can't be. And the minute he wasn't with God, that's the first time Jesus cried out and said, Lord, Lord, why hast thou forsaken me? Mm-hmm. I have God with me, 
Now, why at any point would I look up to the heavens and say, you've forsaken me? Why? Because he didn't give me a woman? Mm. I would look at you crazy if you looked up at the heavens and felt like God forsook you because he didn't bring you a man. A man that wouldn't even allow you to sit here and do this podcast with me. <laughs> I'm messing. You, you, you being messy. Yeah, I'm messing. Your, your husband would have to listen to you. It's just that's yeah. That's, that's just the way the cookie the way crumbles. Would, cookie would crumble. Yes, because that's my menu. We praying for him right now. <laughs> we got pray, pray, Lord, let him walk in. Humility. Don't try to pray over my plate. Yeah, oh, you're so right, <laughs> Lord. If it ain't on her plate, let her enjoy <laughs> what you put there. If you got her on the no mano diet, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and Lord, same for me. If you got me on the no women's diet, <laughs> I, I I will eat what you have set before me. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I'm girl. I didn't say I was ready to get that style. Oh. <laughs> now I want y'all to mark. Y'all got to start to mark. Matter of fact. <laughs> Literally, you could do a drinking game to this podcast, but instead of, you know, drinking alcohol, you grab some communion juice and every time she's ready to go, <laughs> you will know, <laughs> you will know, but it is time to go. Cause you said that like three sentences ago. I did. I did. But I, you know, I always like to land this thing. I do a lot of stuff before I get to I'm boy. And it's always on the first. <laughs> I know. I was trying to beat you to it today. Yeah, that's because you was ready to go. No, because I wanted to be first. You didn't know. Because when we close out this time, you, I'm going to say, I'm boy, and you going to say, I'm tired. No. <laughs> no. I'm ready to go. I wanted to say, I'm girl. Yeah, you, no, you, try, <laughs> you don't get to say. Somebody, All right. somebody don't understand where co-host is. Excuse me. <laughs> But this was an awesome podcast. Um, we gonna call it "What's for Dinner." Are we? Or what's on the menu? Which one? I look. I'm the co-host, so no, I don't no, really have on, a say. Do. I don't really I'm have a say. It to you. It's like I'm I'm the co-driver, so you decide where you want to go to eat. I know, but sometimes I have to refer to you to check the. Menu. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, so I get to speak now. Yes. Okay, so I I land this plane. Matter of fact, you can pull the title <laughs> and you're going to land the plane. Go ahead. Nope, I don't want to now. Anyways. It should it be what's for dinner or what's on the menu? What's on the menu? What's on the menu? Thank y'all. Episode 110. Shout out to everybody that's been listening and been blessed. I'm Forrest Hall. I'm Charity Hall. I'm Boy. I'm Girl. Episode 110, Real Church Matters. We out. God bless.